Welcome back everyone. So today we're going to be concluding Satan's war against the people of God. Um, we're going to look at it from the religious side of things as well as em uh, emperor worship and uh, the winners and losers of Revelations. So John says, Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fi fatal wound had been healed. Revelations 13:11-12. Who is the second beast? He is a tool of Satan who uses his position of authority to influence humankind to worship the first beast how will he be uh, how will he persuade the masses to accept such arrogance he will be a skillful dece skillful deceiver directly manipulated and empowered by satan he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth and in the sight of men and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he has granted to do in the sight of the first beast telling those who dwell on earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded in the sword and lived he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast uh, that the image of the beast should be both speak and cause as many would as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed verses 13 to 15 john later describes a powerful religious leader as the false prophet who had performed the miraculous signs on his the beast's behalf revelation 19 20 the false prophet is evidently the satanically led leader of a false religious system represented by the moral woman riding the beast in Revelation 17. Paul also foretold the coming of a super powerful deceiver and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved second thessalonians 2 8 to 10 tragically most people will be hoodwinked into believing him is emperor worship again possible the, to most of us the prophesied scenario of the worldwide worship of the beast much like the worship of roman emperors of old may appear too incredible ever to recur in this modern era but as recently as world war ii the japanese people were required to worship the emperor of japan their soldiers enthusiastically waged war on his behalf we should also remember that in our lifetime many religious leaders have arisen who have represented themselves as divine beings in the flesh some have successfully seduced 
many thousands of followers from all walks of life, at times deluded, disciples who have willingly forfeited their lives at such leaders' whims. The idea that the modern masses could not be deluded by a financial or fanatical leader, especially one with a powerful charismatic personality, is simply not true. History proves it is all too possible. The second beast, described in Revelation 13, represents its himself as a lamb like Christ, but speaks like a dragon, the devil. He will seduce the world into worshipping the first beast. Verse 12. He will even influence and seduce the merchants of international commerce to such an extent that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 17. Who are the winners and losers of Revelation? In the inevitable outcome of Satan's war against servants of God is the subject of chapter 14 and the first four verses of chapter 15. Here the real winners and losers are clearly delineated in divine messages delivered by angels. Christ, represented as a lamb, is pictured in the midst of 144,000 who have his Father's name written on their foreheads. Revelation 14.1 These are described as those who have faithfully followed Christ, the lamb, instead of the beast, even during this time of great tribulation. Verse 4 John describes these loyal and worthy servants of Christ as without fault before the throne of God, verses 4 to 5. He continues, And I saw what looked like a sea of glass mixed with fire, and standing beside the sea, those who had been victorious over the beast and his image and over the number of his name. They held harps given them by God and sang the Song of Moses, the Servant of God and the Song of the Lamb, Revelation 15, 2-3. John sees them in his vision, singing and rejoicing, ultimately the real winners in this great spiritual conflict. John also sees that before this war is over, every nation, tribe, and language, and people will have this eternal gospel message proclaimed to them. Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth. Revelations 14, 6-7 During this time, the impending fall and destruction of that great city, Babylon the Great, is announced by another angel. John also plainly identifies the losers in the war for the spiritual control of humanity. If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. Verses 9 to 10. The judgment of people who follow the ways of Satan, a judgment God's servants have long anticipated, is at hand. The saints have every reason to be confident in the outcome. But in the meantime, the trials of God's people are not over. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. 
Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, as a spirit. They will rest in, from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Verses 12 to 13. Apparently to the very end, Satan will send his deceived human uh, instruments to pursue and murder those who truly obey and serve God. Then follows a description of Christ and an angel removing the wicked and their wickedness from the earth like a farmer would remove grain from a field with a sickle or gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine. Verses 14 to 18. Those who are gathered are thrown into the great wine press of God's wrath. Verses 19 to 20. God will express his wrath through the seven last plagues. Last because with them God's wrath is completed. Revelation 15, 1. So that concludes that section. Next, uh, we'll start looking at the destruction of Satan's kingdom. Um, and that's really the, the exciting part for, for us as Christians is to see Satan's kingdom diminish and uh, God's kingdom rise up and, and uh, take full control of the earth. That's what we all live for. That's what we are all put on the earth for is to, is to look forward to that day and that time. So thanks for listening. I hope you'll tune into the next segments here as well.